Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, August the 11th, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, vivacious, which means lively in temper, conduct, or spirit vivacious. I hope everyone is enjoying their Thursday or will enjoy their Thursday. And I hope everyone has enjoyed the uh, the work week. It is almost over. Man, uh, where did the time go? Uh, well, I've been extremely busy and I had a day off, so I decided to rest and relax. Finally, uh, those seven days straight finally got a hold of me. <laughs> just did, just did, just did. Uh, of course, uh, the heat, the heat, the heat, it has been ongoing. It's been an ongoing fight. Multiple days of uh, feels like of 100 degrees plus historic record temp- high temperatures. But it looks like we're going to get a cool down. Wow, man. And it's coming in today with some rain later on today. And uh they're expecting it to uh, make temperatures drop down into the 80s the rest of the week and into the weekend and quite possibly next week also. Man, much needed, much needed, and much welcome also. Man, I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I was getting pretty tired of that heat. That Man, those feels like of 100 degrees plus. Boy, you can feel it the moment you step outside. The heat just hits you. It's like a Somebody's throwing a hot blanket on you, man. Smothers you, takes your breath away. But looks like we're going to be getting some uh, cooler temperatures. Man, about time, about time. Well, it is August, uh, but I, I, I rest assuredly when I say this is going to be short-lived. We still got the rest of August to go through. And quite possibly into September, you you guys also know that in September, it uh, temperatures are still pretty high. Maybe about October sometime, maybe the middle of October, that's when those temperatures finally do drop off. And that's if we're lucky. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I'm going to welcome that uh, that rain and these cool temperatures. Man, I will enjoy it. I just will. All right, let's move along here, man. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Man, <laughs> the troubles continue for former President Trump, looks like. His home was raided by the FBI on Monday. Uh, They were looking for classified documents he allegedly took from the White House, uh, something apparently he was not supposed to do. He took these documents at the end of his White, uh, his presidency. So they raided his home in Mar-a-Lago looking for those documents. Now, they had previously also raided or, or served a search warrant for his house for some other documents. And I guess those documents weren't the ones they were looking for. So they came back. (laughs) Wow. Wow. The FBI. And as you know, many uh, Republicans and along with Trump are asking for what are you guys looking for? They want the DOJ, DOJ to answer some questions, but the FBI has, it has in, in, and will remain tight-lipped. They are tight-lipped about it. They're not saying anything about it. They're just saying, hey, we had a search warrant. We served it. And that's that. We'll let you know when we feel you need to know. Now, um, also yesterday, man, that's why I say the woes continue for him. Yesterday, he uh, had a deposition with uh, New York's Attorney General 
and and President Trump answered. <laughs> he answered only one question. He took the fifth. He answered only one question, and that one uh, answer he gave was his name, man. Now all of this stems for uh, over allegations of the family business. They're accusing him of uh, quite possibly fraud and tax evasion, pretty much looks like. Now, President Trump did open up the deposition with a written statement where he criticized the attorney general, calling her a failed politician and was trying to destroy Trump and his name. Now, it took six hours to have bathroom breaks, by the way, during the six hours of depositions. And it's like I said, he answered no questions. <laughs> he only answered his name. Now, he's being charged with, um, and this is it's a civil case. Now, this was brought against the Trump organization. And, and what they're saying is it was because the company misrepresented the value of properties for favorable loans or tax breaks. Hmm. Now this is uh this fifth amendment that he the fifth amendment that he took uh it was it's a stark contrast because as we all know while he was on that campaign trail he criticized those who took the fifth. He said you must be guilty of something. Likening it likening it to the mob. Why are you taking the fifth if you're innocent? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, President Trump, he won't back down. He won't back down for any and everything, for anything. <laughs> now, he goes on to say in a statement that he had no choice but to take the fifth, especially after the FBI raid on his home in Florida Monday, Mar-a-Lago. And he said, even though it had nothing. Now, what they're saying is, you know, uh, the FBI and other critics are saying, yeah, there was really no need for him to take the fifth because and really no need for him to bring in the raid or, or the serving of the search warrant on Monday at his Mar-a-Lago Mar home because that didn't have anything to do with this particular case with the FBI. But I got to say, and if you think about it, uh, this is just uh, him taking the fifth, especially with all that he has going on, really isn't un that uncommon and and not unheard of because hey if you say something and you're sworn to tell the truth and you say something and so the prosecutors in another case could possibly draw a conclusion or draw an inference they can use that against you so him taking the fifth really isn't that surprising not to me i i mean hey i would have done the same thing no you're not getting no information out of me right now i got too much going on what do you think i'm a fool that's just that. And uh, like I said, the FBI is still not releasing any uh, releasing a statement or any information as it relates to that warrant Monday. But, yeah, he sat in front of the uh, he <laughs> he sat there for six hours. And before they opened the proceedings, he sat there with a written statement where he pretty much just bashed that attorney general. Wow. That attorney general surely uh, she sure is as heck isn't making any friends, <laughs> making any allies. Uh, as we all know, she was also on that uh, on that that kick or, or twinge or, or political witch hunt, as former Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo of New York said. Well, she pretty much got him <laughs> ousted. 
So President Trump and 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 Andrew, Governor uh, Cuomo are in the same boat with this lady. She's not making any friends. If she hey hey if she can find that you've done something wrong, doesn't matter your political affiliation, she's gonna bring you up on charges. So in that aspect, I would say hey. Good job. Thank you for doing your job finally and stand out in front, stand away from those that that camera, because he was we all know a lot of these attorney generals or whatever, what have you. When they start these proceedings, they're giving news briefs every day and she ain't giving nothing. She just does what she has to do. And you find out when you find out, <laughs> Pierce. <laughs> ah, yeah. Wow. What strange bedfellows. President Trump and Andrew Cuomo, because they are pretty much saying the same thing as it relates to her. Uh, as we all know, Andrew Cuomo told her she was on a political witch hunt, and President Trump said she's a failed politician. <laughs> wow. We'll uh, most definitely stay on top of this. Uh, man, President Trump does have a lot going on. I mean, he has the New York Attorney General's investigation of his business or, or, or the family business. And as we um, he has a federal probe into mishandling of classified documents, that warrant that came out Monday. And of course, the DOJ Department of Justice and the Cong congressional investigation onto that January 6th riot is also ongoing. And then in Georgia. He has a criminal investigation into his efforts to pressure Georgia officials to find enough votes to overturn the presidential election results. We all remember that. So, yeah, he has a lot going on. And, yeah, I would have took the damn fifth, too. I'm not telling you nothing. If you got the evidence, prove it. You're not going to get it out of me. You can't blame him for that. Just can't. I mean, really, you, you just can't fault him for that. That's just good common sense when you're in these, when you're up under the radar like this, you don't want to say anything, whether it be in a deposition or a criminal investigation or an inquiry into your whatever or what have you, you don't want to say nothing. Take the fifth. <laughs> Boy, that guy. The only question he answered was his name. Hey, I get that's just the way it is. Uh, yeah, you got my name right, but I don't know about the rest of this nonsense you got going on. I'm going to take the fifth. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. Well, we'll see what happens with this. We will see what happens with this. Man, moving along here. Uh, looks like that Texas nurse that caused that destructive, fiery crash in L.A. last week, uh, Thursday or Friday. She was in court on Monday also. Man, a lot went on on Monday, didn't it? And she was charged with six counts of murder and five counts of vehicle, vehicle manslaughter. Vehicle manslaughter, I'm sorry, with gross negligence. Now, that 37-year-old traveling nurse, she was going 90 miles per hour when she ran through that red light that started that fiery chain of events. Man. Now, uh, prosecutor, uh, the prosecutors also allege, and this is very interesting, also allege that she has been in 13 other crashes in and out of the state of California. They went back to 2020 where she had a wreck that caused bodily injury and totaled two cars. Uh, her attorney asked for an arraignment 
and ask that it be continued until October to allow him or her, I'm sorry, him or her, time to review her out-of-state history of documented profound mental health issues. Hmm, okay. The DA says, uh, the DA goes on to say, so far it doesn't appear she was under the influence. Wow. I guess we want to claim mental uh, mental health. She had a mental problem. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, there were some internet rumors. You know, there was one rumor that she was drunk when she was driving. There was another rumor that she had a, a bad breakup with her boyfriend. I don't know how true those are. Um, but now you have her uh, attorney saying that he needs to gather evidence that shows she has had a history of profound mental health issues. Hmm. Uh, well, here we go again. We're on that proverbial merry-go-round with these mental health issues as a line of defense for just going out here and just negligently doing whatever the hell you want to do. Mental health issues or no mental health issues. The, the one question I have with those 13 other in and out accidents, um, why why did she still have a license, a driver's license? And why does she still have her nursing license? I, I don't know that much what the criteria is for taking away a nursing license, but I know for anything that is state sponsored, you get in trouble enough and you they will take that license. You run the, the risk of having that license take or suspended. So why does she still have a license? Man. <laughs> wow. So here comes the mental health advocates. I guess they're going to try to help her and, and say that she was under mental dis, uh, distress when she ran through that damn stoplight going 90 miles per hour and killed that mother, expecting mother that was eight months, eight and a half months pregnant that was on her way to a, um, a prenatal visit. And, and that lady's also child, 18 month old son that was thrown and ejected from the car and two other people in another vehicle. And, and some were injured, of course, rightfully so. So I guess the, uh, her line of defense or her defense is going to be, she had a mental moment, looks like. Uh, mental health moment or no mental health moment or mental health issues or no mental health issues is a no for me. Uh, she, I believe they said she's quite possibly conserved up to 90 years in prison. Give her that 90 years. She went through that stoplight. She didn't even break. There was no breaking in her. In fact, so it looks like she went around another car that had stopped at the stoplight that was trying to in the turning lane. Looked like she went around that car and proceeded through that damn stoplight. She won't stop him for nothing. I'm sorry. I, I know everyone has a hard go at it in life, but at some point in time and somehow, some way, you got to be held accountable for your actions. And it looks like in 90 years, you will have time to sit there and think about that. She needs to get that 90 years. Because the way she went through that intersection, like I said, when you see that surveillance video, she went through that intersection like it was nobody's business. There was no breaking. And she just didn't. She went straight through that thing. So give her that 90 years. I know, hey, I get the mental health thing. We, Like I said, we all have a hard go at it in life. But at some point in time, you got to be held accountable for your actions. Mental health or no mental health. Um like I said, why does she still have a driver's license if she had all these previous accidents, wrecks, violent wrecks? 
At least one they can prove. And why does she still have that uh, nursing license? I know there's a nursing shortage in this country because of COVID. I know, I know, I know, but uh, come on, man. That's the, this is just too much. She needs, she she has to serve this time. She just does. She just does. Uh, I, I could care less about her mental health state. She killed people. Killed a total of six. Um, I, I wouldn't call it negligence. I would just say um, she was just doing what she she did. She, I mean, you you have uh, previous evidence of her having all these crashes. She got away apparently. She still had a driver's license. She still had a nursing license. So she was continuing on down the path that that she had been doing forever in a day. This brings to mind that old saying: if you don't stop it when it starts. It'll be a continuous cycle of people doing what they want to, a continuous crime spree. Uh, this is a crime. Prosecute it. I think they are. Um, they're going to prosecute. They just are. Uh, I don't know about that, <laughs> that attorney talking about uh, he needs more time for a uh, continuous to find out uh, more evidence or more proof of her mental health issues. Good luck with that, homie. Good luck with that, because I don't think that's going to help her not one bit. Because there were a lot of witnesses that were there that saw this and saw that child being ejected from that car. And they ain't buying it. This is these are these are images that are going to be left in these people's mind for the rest of their lives. They're never going to forget that afternoon on that in that at that intersection in LA. They're just on. Uh, how could you? How could you? Just how could you? How, how could you forget that? Just can't. So good luck with uh, proving her mental health issues. I don't think that's going to help. I really don't. And it shouldn't help. Need to serve some time. Finally being held accountable for your actions. Just all. Need to be. Should have been a long time ago. Man. All right, let's go get it. Man, Monday was a, a very busy day in the news because this is a, a, store, a sort of update and, and, and I honestly hope it's, a, it's not a continuation. I hope it's, I'm hoping it's finished, it's done away with. Now we all know the three men down in Georgia that were convicted in state court for... Um, uh, hate crimes against Ahmad Ahmad Aubrey, excuse me. You know that was the the black male that was jogging through a neighborhood when he was approached by three men that said they had had previous uh, theft and vandalism in their community, and they knew he wasn't a member of that community. And there he was jogging through, and they thought that he was quite possibly could be one of the culprits. So they approached him with a long gun and a handgun, father and son with a neighbor tagging behind videotaping the whole encounter. Hmm. So they went to federal court uh, Monday and the judge, <laughs> the judge wasn't buying it. In fact, she gave the son, the one that did the actual killing, gave him life plus 10 years gave the father that was standing on the in the back of the truck on the uh the bed of the truck 
with his uh, handgun, gave him life plus seven and gave that uh, videographer neighbor, gave him 35 years in prison. Now, here's the kicker for me. And just like I said before, this is the gall, the gall on these three, the balls on them, because they wanted the judge, they wanted to serve their time in federal prison versus state prison, because they said if they go to state prison, they were in fear of their lives. Yeah, you better, buddy. And it doesn't look like it worked because that judge gave you those life sentences and then that 35 years for that uh, videographer, uh, you guys are going to serve that in state prison as well as you should. You don't get any favors. You don't get any passes because the father said that, you know, he was a former police officer and he said that, you know, as we all know, police don't fare too well in prison because they just don't. Uh, police, child raper, child rapists, uh, molesters, they don't fare too well in prison, whether it be federal or state. They just don't. So they were vying and hoping and praying and pleading to serve their time in federal prison because they were in fear for their lives. Huh. How about that? The ball's on you. So the judge didn't buy it. <laughs> and she gave you that time all to be served in state prison. Good luck. And, and I feel safe in saying you dropping the soap is the least of your worries now, buddy, buddies. You hunted that man down. You hunted him down. And when you confronted him, you didn't stop and say, hey, who are you? What are you doing in our neighborhood? You got out of that damn truck with your long gun, your rifle at the ready. While your neighbor still trying to figure out why this dingleberry was filming the whole thing. So it, it, the, the evidence, it all came from your neighbor. Just did. That infamous, now infamous videographer. He filmed the whole encounter. Got out of that truck with your long gun at the ready while your daddy was standing on the back with a handgun. You guys were trying to kill. You weren't concerned neighbors. You weren't part of some neighborhood watch community group. You guys were on a mission. I can see if this was at night and you felt somehow, some way threatened that you grabbed your gun, but this was in broad daylight in the middle of a day. You had your guns out, hopped in your truck with your neighbor falling behind in his vehicle filming. You guys were on a mission. You were on a hunt. You knew full well what you were doing or what you were going to do. You just did. No emotions got the better of you. You grabbed your guns in the middle of the day to go hunt somebody down you thought was in your neighborhood, vandalizing and thieving. Then you have the audacity to say, I don't want to do time in, 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 in state prison. They're going to hurt me. I need to do time in federal prison. Oh, boo-hoo. Sorry about your damn luck and good luck. <laughs> you don't need it because <laughs> you guys are going to be serving that life to the son plus 10 and to that daddy, that life plus seven until that uh, neighbor that was filming the whole incident who gets all the uh, video score credits. You got 35 years, buddy. 
So you guys are going to be serving that in state prison in Georgia. <laughs> sweet Jesus. Ah, <laughs> sweet Jesus. Glory be. Oh, oh man. Father, help him. <laughs> Boy, you got, you know you're in for it. And like I said, you dropping that soap is the least of your worries. That's the least of your worries. Hell, that's if they take mercy on you. <laughs> man. Guys, you three are a bunch of stooges. The three stooges, a bunch of fools. Man, y'all are stooges. Y'all were just idiots. Nothing in that said to me or anyone else, apparently, that you were concerned citizens of that community. You weren't part of some neighborhood watch. You were just on a mission. You were on a warpath that day, and you found your victim and shot him. You know, another thing that came out that I found kind of odd, it was a strange defense to me, but I guess when you're in distress, when you're under uh, pressure and under, you know, under scrutiny or whatever, what have you, you will reach in and grab whatever you can out of you nowhere. Because the son, when he took the stand in the first trial <laughs> at the state level, he said he was left with no choice because Ahmaud Arbery grabbed his gun. I had to defend myself. He grabbed my gun. Uh, well, what do you think it was going to do? Probably was grabbing it, trying to knock your block off. But you should have. Whole fool. You guys are a whole, y'all are a whole fools. Uh, throw the book away and be done with them. So let them sit in prison the rest of their lives. Just do. Let them sit there. What, what? Uh, the mindset of some people? The gall of some people? I'll never understand. I'll never, I'll never grasp the concept. I just won't. But like I said, I guess when you're under, you're under pressure, <laughs> you're under scrutiny and ridicule, and your life is really and truly on the line. I guess you, you grab for anything to get you off. You just will, just will. Um, those three, you guys are going to go down in the record books, <laughs> in the history books and record books, as the dumbest. <laughs> you just are because you you guys were just whoa you guys were just you, you got what you deserve you just did just did you hunted that young guy down and you killed him just did you killed him bottom line and that videotape by the way which i really didn't know i had heard some wranglings about it before but apparently uh law enforcement down there in that part of georgia they had that tape for a while and they weren't prosecuting, but somehow, some way it leaked and went viral. And that's when there was a rush, like uh, like I always say, oftentimes with police officers, there was a rush to try to uh, lock them up. They looked like a bunch of Keystone cops. And, and that dad was a former police officer. So one of the high ranking police officials they found out was uh, probably one of, the, one of the ones, if not the one withholding that videotape before it was leaked. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe they got rid of her also. I believe she faced some charges also. So that tape was around for a while before it came to fruition and folks started raising hell and asking questions. So that forced the police officials down there in that part of Georgia to finally do their damn job and arrest them hmm. and charge them. Wow, just wow, just, just wow. The whole thing is a, is a rotten stinking mess. And I, I, I finally looks like we're getting some sem semblance of closure. 
but it 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 won't bring uh, Ahmad Arbery back. But he died senselessly. That that there was no cause for that. No one standing here on this earth can convince me otherwise. There was no cause for that. If you thought the guy was over there stealing and vandalizing, you should have called the police, gave a description. But no, you followed him and approached him, got out your vehicle, got out your truck with your long gun, with your dad, your pa, standing on the back with a damn handgun also. Guys were trying to kill, coming out the gate. You weren't in no uh, mode of serving justice or trying to keep the riffraff out of your neighborhood. You were on a hunt. You just were. Bottom line, bottom line. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response, and I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Verbal, and WordPress, and Radio Public also. And as always, hit that like and subscribe button wherever you are listening so you can get notified when I drop these podcasts. Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Fault. Amen.